Derek in the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Derek Show. I'm Javad Malik, and we've got a wonderful show coming up for you today. Completely rehearsed, prepped, and ready to rock. Welcome to the Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. Oh, what a surprise. Eric is with me today. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. You show up two minutes before the show goes live, and you're like, and we're prepped and ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, folks, here we go. Uh, Stand true to our name, uh, The Jarek Show, Timely Topics, poorly presented. Uh, but no, uh, honestly, we have some pretty good stories for you today. And Javad, I just want to say I've been concerned about you from the bottom of my heart all week long. How are you feeling, my friend? Uh, well, you know, I'm here. Another day above ground is good. And, uh, you know... I, I I I fought the Rona and I won. So you know. It, oh, it was coronavirus. I yeah. thought it was syphilis. You said it was syphilis. <laughs> it was, that was that was two weeks ago, man. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, how that works. No, I honestly though, I am glad to hear it. I do think it's kind of ironic, though not funny, but ironic that as safe as you've been, you go out to like one thing where you meet some people at a at a conference, a little mini conference, I think even, and lo and behold, five days later, you're like, and I'm dying, man. So China is accused of hijacking <laughs> Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison's WeChat account. Um, what is WeChat? Is that something like um, Signal or WhatsApp or something? Yeah, it's one of those those chat accounts that uh, that they use um, for communication. Um, I, I do think it's interesting that uh, you know it, it's been it's been hijacked and they still haven't gotten it back. Um, you would think, you know, as like you know a prime minister or something, you'd have some polls somewhere to get your account back. But uh, apparently, the the automated upload your identification part, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's not working. I have no idea. But I, I think it's yeah. interesting. You know, we've seen social media accounts and stuff targeted before. Um, here in Tampa, I'm in Tampa, Florida, and our Tampa mayor's account had been taken over their Twitter account years ago. And a whole bunch of really bad stuff was pushed out on that account overnight. And of course, it was remedied in the morning, but you know, it wasn't a drunken series of tweets, was it? It was someone definitely hijacked their account and tweeted out bad stuff. That is what they say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was some pretty bad stuff going on. Um, but ultimately, you know, they they were able to get the account back. And and I've I've told people to think about social media accounts and and any kind of accounts that you have, especially when you're a public figure, because that does become a target. Um, do you remember? Um, Gosh, that was years and years ago when uh, the Associated Press had their Twitter account taken over and they tweeted. Um, it was supposed to be from the AP that a bomb went off in the White House. And I mean, the stock market tanked yeah, and all kinds of stuff happened for a short bit while that happened. There's so much power in social media and in chat things like this. I mean, can you imagine if our WhatsApp chats ever became no, public? We, we're not going there. I, it's not, <laughs> la, 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 la. Even, right. even with the disappearing messages on, uh, seven days is just far too long <laughs> to have your, your messages yeah. around. But, 
but you understand. Um, I mean, you you expect and you're hoping that this is <laughs> comedy gold. Thank you, Adele. All right. I know. Thank you, Adele, for that lovely comment. Yes, uh, I don't know why you're so behind the curve. I mean, fifty thousand people download this on a weekly basis, and you're just finding out. Well, welcome to the club. We hope to see you uh, around, <laughs> or you're going to run away and never come back again. Right, right. Uh, the seventy fifth episode is the last one they ever show up for. So, <laughs> either way. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we were talking about something very important. Oh, yeah, people getting into uh, WhatsApp and chat, you know, but with political figures, you figure there's going to be some private stuff going on in there, right? So I don't know. Yeah, this is something over here in the UK that uh, politicians, sometimes there've been some instances of WhatsApp chats that have been leaked, like screenshots and what have you involving our illustrious PM and everything. Yeah, And you're like, why are these people using these chat platforms? And and it's clear <laughs> why. It's because they want to talk about stuff that they don't want in official record or, or what have you. But then it just opens up such a big can of worms. I, I mean, the, the good old days of the Cold War were better. You'd go sit on a park bench, pretend you're like, you know, talking to the birds and, you, you know, <laughs> talk to each other. But... It, it's all very dodgy stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it is interesting that, uh, you know, uh, members of state like this are being targeted, too. And that's that's just the way of life these days. It's what we have. It is indeed. It is indeed. And uh, a next story comes from uh, your neck of the woods. It's uh, Zidashians are attacking, according to the DHS. <laughs> I got to tell you. The thing about this is I'm just I'm so excited that we're back to hating the Russians. I mean, that was my whole childhood. Right. So we've come full circle now. Our enemy is back to where the movies Firefox and Red Dawn and all that stuff came from. I'm finally back in a comfortable place. Um, So this is kind of one of those. Yeah. Okay. I mean, (laughs) were were you comfortable with Rambo three? Because he finds Russians. But the whole movie is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen of Afghanistan. (laughs) I I, I, have to go back and watch that now. I'll I'll get back with you on that. Um, I don't remember many of those movies, man. I really don't. But uh, yeah, so, um, you know, the Russians are going to be doing cyber attacks, which is no surprise. That's already happening. We see that all the time here. Um, But I know that things are, are definitely getting more tense as the... Russia-Ukraine border crisis intensifies. And of course, we're making threats. And so then there's going to be threats back and there's going to be all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I, w- I was speaking with a group of college kids last night. We were talking about cybercrime and, and we were talking about what it's like these days. Um, and, and the fact that it's part of warfare is pretty significant. Like, you know that the Russians are going after Ukraine assets. They're going to try to, if they go in there, they're going to be trying to shut down their power, their communications, you know, all of that kind of stuff. They're going to be doing it through cyber warfare these days. It's part of modern warfare regardless. So um, we can certainly expect retaliations when we go around and we start saying, you know, don't do this or else. That's all you got, huh? That's all I got. I, you know, I I, I, I leave you to spat it out. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the movie later and figure out who's right and who's wrong and who, uh, what happened. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Q-nap. So, 
warns of new deadbolt ransomware <laughs> encrypting NAS devices. And, and just for a second, and I'm, I'm going slightly off topic here, yeah, but this is um, so typical. Like we read it and it just, it just flows off. You know, you, you immediately know what it's about. But imagine showing that headline, just read out that headline to someone that doesn't work in cybersecurity. And how much if it will actually make sense? Um, I it's I think it's I mean, I'm not having to dig at I mean this is on bleeping computer, fantastic. Yeah, who's, somebody that's this not in restricted to that. This is how we talk <laughs> all the time. That's the problem. <laughs> no, no, that's that's true. That's a good point. Um, but this is on bleeping computer, so the headline is absolutely uh good in the context that it's at and, and the audience. So um, but yeah, this so this is another another case of NASA's being targeted, which, uh, you know, storage is, is a big deal in organizations, especially like SMB size. I know a lot of places use things like QNAP or Synology, uh, NASA's, uh, when they're storing stuff locally. And of course they go, Oh, look, it's so easy to set this up and connect it to the internet. And now I can get remote access. Yay. You know? Um, and so you have your office manager, who uh, you know handles the books and everything else, opening ports on your your, your firewall yeah. and, and connecting these to the internet because they they read an internet story on it, and lo and behold, these things are serious targets for that. And just like anything else, this is a lot of storage being saved, and the NASs are oftentimes where they're doing their backups too. So ransomware's got that extra little uh, you know jab in there on that one. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot of this is like you said, it's so easy and convenient to get some of these devices. And they're, they're, some of them are consumer, they're not even consumer grade, they're sort of like semi small office type type grade things. So they're affordable. And the great thing is that they're easy to to configure and set up and get working. So as long as they're doing what you want it to do, uh, that that's the main thing. And this is where I think larger vendors can really learn from is you know a, a lot of times it's because of the complexity associated or perceived complexity associated with getting your product and configuring it and getting it all working that puts people off so they just want something easy to do so make it easy for them but then bake in security so you know disable yeah. things like upmp like by default and <laughs> you know don't have default passwords and you know I, I remember it was like 15 years ago 20 years ago and like UPMP was a big issue then, and I, I think even GRC, the Gibson Research Corporation, they they released some tools where like you could run them on your Windows machine, and it would disable all of them, and you know it's kind of like a, a light version of hardening your machine. But yeah, um, I mean ransomware, they, they're going to get in at some point, and they're going to try everything, and every every one of these things, is another ledge you're giving them to to climb on to 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 get further and further into your network. Yeah, and you're right. We see these prosumer devices in a lot of businesses as well, whether they be small businesses or whatever, because they are very affordable. You know, you price this out versus like an enterprise NAS, and uh, it's it's considerably different, right? Um, and they do give you all these wonderful features that people ask for, like easily connecting to the internet. Um, unfortunately, it's not always the most secure by default, and there's not a lot of you know, for the average person that's running a, a business that's going to use these, there isn't a lot of guidance on how to secure it 
that pops up and says, these are the things you should do. Are you really sure you want to stick this out on the internet? Uh, and if you do, it's on you. We need some more of that around. We really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, you know, it's in some areas, I see that's getting better. So on my phone, for example, if, if I give app, uh, permissions to a certain app, after a while, it will say you haven't used this app for a long time or these permissions haven't been used. So we're now revoking those permissions. So next oh, time, I, yeah. if I then go into the app again, then it will ask me again, do you want, say, this app to access the camera or, or, or whatever? So I think those kinds of things would be uh, far better for, for tools like this. So you're making a conscious decision every time as to what's happening, why it's happening, and, and making it just easy for, for people to audit it. I mean, for example, like Google is a great platform for like Google Docs or Drive for sharing documents and spreadsheets and everything within it. And I can share out stuff, but I'm I'm not immediately aware or I, I don't know straight off the top of my head. Maybe there is. Is there an easy way for me to see all the files I've given public access to or all the files I've given access to Eric to? And I'm no longer Eric's friend, so I want to remove his access to it. Um, I don't think there is. I think I have to remember and I have to physically go in and remove all those permissions separately. So I think a lot of this has come down to like, you know, how easy can we make it for the, for the person to use? Well, and even auditing who has accessed these things over time. Mm. I mean, that's, that's a whole nother thing too is, okay, so I've given these people access, but who's actually accessed these files? Um, that's a, that's a whole nother thing there too. So I, I agree. I mean, it's nice that we make these things easy, but I really, I mean, I'm happy to see like in the new router setups and stuff, instead of coming up and having, here's your default password. Instead, it's like, you will set a password on this before you get going. And they're forcing them to do that. And I really do like that approach, even though people are going to go, what's the most common password? Oh, okay. I can remember that one and plug it in. At least it's on them at that point, as opposed to everything going up with a default password. Yeah. which was yeah. just ludicrous. I mean, there's the websites you can go out to and look up default passwords for every router that's been out there, um, which has been useful when you reset them at times, but uh, not so good for security. No, I mean, that's how the, the Mirai um, botnet got so big. You were just looking yeah. at all the default. You had like 12 or 15 um, default passwords off like these and CCTV <laughs> cameras and what have you, and that was it. And it was enough. And that's to take all it takes. <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, um, it really is. But as we get more consumers putting stuff in places, you know, and look at look at video cameras, IP cameras these days. Yeah, um, everybody's got IP cameras. I don't know about your neighborhood, but our neighborhood Facebook page. Um, anytime somebody sneezes, you know, they're like, and here it is on camera, you know, so-and-so didn't pick up their dog stuff. Here it is from four different angles from the neighbor's side, from the, you know, there's, there's like no escaping, not picking up your dog poop in our neighborhood. Um, but all of those things are connected. And many of those are connected to a cloud service or some other way like that. Uh, and it, it's just getting worse and worse for that. I, I can just imagine it like someone's sitting there like, we see this person coming here. Quick, cut to camera two. Okay, now let's get a zoom from camera three. <laughs> let's get in there. I know. I, and, you know, I'm not going to say that I don't have cameras because I do. Um, and they have become useful at times. Uh, but they're all over the place. The new ring ones, you know, people just pop them up and, and off they go. Uh, it's, 
it's insane how much of this stuff is going on. And and I'll have you know, I watch more and more movies and TV shows. Like I've been watching Yellowstone. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, but in Yellowstone, they pull off all this kind of crazy stuff. And I'm like, that's crap. They couldn't get away with that. There'd be cameras on that ATM and there'd be cameras over here when they, you know. <laughs> My wife's like, just enjoy the show, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like there's a, there's a website or, or there was this thread somewhere, maybe on Reddit or something like, movies that couldn't be made today because the phone would have solved the the whole issue within like two minutes the mobile phone it's like you know someone's stranded out in the middle of nowhere and then oh i've got to walk five miles that way to get to the nearest payphone no you don't you just pick out your phone <laughs> yeah okay <clears throat> so last story of the day and i was uh, i came across this because i was looking for a gift to send you and oh, there's a website called uh poop senders <laughs> based in the u.s and it's um, it's a website that been around since 2007, I think. Oh wow! And and apparently it's realistic, but not actual poop. But you disturbingly say, realistic feces, according yeah. to the site. <laughs> so I, I so what happens is that I will send them cash or Bitcoin or whatever, any any untraceable, traceable form of payment, and say. Here's Eric Crone's address. Please send him a nice bag of cow poop and they will oblige and then you will get it. And they, they have the standard GitHub type of disclaimer like this phishing software is meant for educational and recreational purposes only. We will not be held liable. So they have that kind of disclaimer, which is like, oh, um, only use it for fun and not to harass people or threaten people. Mm -hmm. uh, so that never happens. But um no one has been able to figure out who they are until now. Oh. So what happened, there is a legal proceeding. It's called the United States of America versus Poop Senders. I mean, if, if that isn't worth, like, just putting in a headline somewhere. <laughs> wow. So they believe John and John Jr., uh, who live in the suburbs north of Pittsburgh, so they have had uh, an entity called LLC called JD Infinity, which has got no other online presence, but they received two payment protection payments, total of $43,000 <laughs> from the first COVID-19 relief bill. Uh, so, you know, that kind of like tipped off people. So they started to subpoena the company to um, try and figure out more more information, and uh, you know, multiple emails were sent, and and so that was the thread that you know you start pulling on, and it starts unwinding, and 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 that's how it is. So, uh, you know, they 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 may be the ones behind it. Now, what I don't actually get is whether what they're doing is actually illegal or not, uh, because if it's not real poop then maybe it's not a crime to send it. Um, I don't know. This, this, this all has to go to court. But it's a, it's a, it's a great write-up at vice.com. I encourage people to, uh, to read it. And, you encourage uh, me to go to a vice.com story. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and read, read about poop and uh, see, see what it's all about. But, um, but I, I think... This reminds me, a few weeks ago, we spoke about uh, an insider. It was at the, I can't remember that that firm where he, oh, it was at Ubiquity. 
it was the insider uh, yeah. at Unify. And so yeah. he was working there as an admin, but then he he used a VPN to to get in and and to install ransomware. But there was an outage at the VPN company, so for a short time his actual IP address was yeah. was revealed, and that's how the feds got him. So I, th I think it's really interesting. This is like all the Al Capone type of like I got caught for tax evasion, the least of my crimes. The smallest slip up nowadays, it's it can be enough to to unravel your whole criminal syndicate. So, um, I mean, OPSEC is really, really important, as the crop would say. Well, I don't get why it's a crime to send fake poop anyways. I mean, that just that just boggles my mind that that's actually a crime. I mean, we're not talking about anything that's malicious. We're not talking about something necessarily dangerous, right? It's not like it's it's going to it's going to make them sick or something. It's not even like it's a cool flaming bag of poo that they, you know, throw on the porch step and ring the doorbell so you got to come out and stomp on it. We're talking about fake poop here. Yeah. I don't get where the crime is being committed in the first place. Yeah, I, I think it's just um, probably the harassment side of it all, that people are probably using it. And, and this is where you get into that whole thing about should Facebook or social media, any social media platform be held responsible for bad comments that its users use? And their, their defense has always been like, we're just a, a platform. People are free to say what they want. And they're like, well, no, you have rights. You have some responsibility to moderate or, or figure this out. And I think that's kind of like where, where I'm thinking it, it's going. Like, So if you carry on getting poop mailed to you and you feel harassed or threatened by it, then, you know, you should have some way of stopping it. And even if that is, is like you write to poopsenders.com and say, put me on the do not email list. So don't take money from anyone to send me anything. Then maybe that's the way around it. I don't. I, I yeah I don't know all I know is when we get a package here that comes from Javad and it goes to you know Eric a disciple of Javad or whatever it is that you end up putting them on them um, Jen's always like here's the box I'm not touching this the, the wife just hands it to me she's done with it that's the um, only reason I put it on the label I, I address you as my <laughs> disciple purely out of concern for your wife and kids that's the only reason because I don't think they should be subject to to anything that this is a true story followers this is the packages that i get from him on occasion are like that so um yeah and not all of it's been bad either um yeah. i did see i i was very humbled to see that in your latest video where you showed your out of focus workplace um that you actually included the the glasses holder that i gave you um as present yeah some other it, things on amazon over here I, I'm I'm just waiting for the the right opportunity to regift it to someone because it's absolutely <laughs> useless. <laughs> yeah, but, done, yeah. but, but I, I have found other uses for the things that you've given me. You, it might not be what you intended them to be, but I have found other uses. So, you know, it's it's uh, where is it? Making lemonade out of lemons or yeah, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, anyway, so. So, yeah, anyways, uh, that's all we've got time for. Speaking of making lemonade out of lemons. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Uh, I hope you found this useful. Uh, Adele, I um, hope to see you again next week. Uh, otherwise, uh, until then, stay secure, my friends.